0: A New Jersey Democrat leader refuses to concede to GOP truck drivers says thousands of ballots have been recently found. A town in California declares itself a constitutional republic in response to the COVID 19 rules, and a defund the police protest at a Northwestern University football game is completely cringe. We're gonna go over this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe, turn the notifications on every single day. If you can listen to the full episode of show, the Joey Saladino show and all the podcast apps. This show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, Patreon supporter, even a local supporter, it will be greatly appreciated. Also, if you drop a super chat at the end of every episode, I will be responding to the super chats from the previous episode because this is all pre-recorded. Um, so let's get right into this. So up on screen, I have footage of these defund the police protesters at a Northwestern College football game. I had to mute because they were playing the song Hey Ya by um, Outkast. So I do not want it to get copyrighted and flagged. But Um, It it is incredibly awkward. They're completely covered up, these people, from head to toe. They have complete hoodies on, zipped up. Like, you cannot—you can barely see the slits in their eyes. And the signs read, um, abolish N-U-P-D, invest in black lives. Um, Let's read what else. They're holding up another sign. One of them says, divest. Uh, That's an anti-Israel thing that they say, Divest. Um, One says, Board of Trustees with us now. It's a little bit cut off. And then there's another video of apparently somebody who actually stormed out up there. Um, Let's watch. Apparently, people are cheering. People are actually cheering the guy who took their protest signs down. So, (laughs) everyone's cheering the guy who took their protest signs down. Nobody wants any of that shit. Nobody wants to deal with that shit. He took their signs down, hyping people up. So that's an Iowan fan uh, freely stormed the field at the end of the first half in response to the protest. So let's read it. A group of protesters ran onto the field during the uh, Northwestern University football game Saturday at Ryan Fields in Illinois. Uh, towards the end of the first half, the game between Northwestern University and Ohio, whatever, whatever. The sign reads, abolish NUPD, invest in black lives, divest from death, and stop funding the war in Palestine, according to the report from Sports Illustrated. Um, why don't you just tell Palestine to just stop blowing stuff up? Maybe that will help. Um, it also says, uh, during the delay, an individual wearing Iowa gear ran on the field and appeared to be trying to tear the signs down as he ran to the end zone and stood up with his arms raised, prompting a cheer from fans. The, um, oh, here's... Um, Pat Fitzpatrick's comments about the, the game, I, I'm i pretty sure this is probably the coach, so let's listen to what he had to say. Hey, Coach. Yeah, uh, near the end of the first half, you already had that extensive delay due the end of the protest that was on the field. Um, I'm curious do you have any comments on the protest as well. as how do you What do you tell your guys while that delay is happening? Well, my first uh, focus is the health, safety, and well-being of our student-athletes. You know, there's uh, a, a, an arena for the athletes and the, and the officials and the coaches and those that are supposed to be in it, and... Uh, You know, anytime that that gets compromised, it gives you pause, and you want to. You have great care and concern. I don't know if anybody saw, but that's all I was focused on was trying to keep our guys away. You never know what may happen and how things may happen. So, uh, you know, that that, that's my focus and my priority. And then, you know, I I really think about, uh, you know, changing gears a little bit. I think about men like Brian Hines that we honored tonight. You know, Brian, it served our country. It still serves our country. uh, Eight different tours in Afghanistan. Someone that defends our freedom and gives us the opportunity to play this game. Uh, and be a part of the game, and uh, you know it's something that I think is sacred and special to our our great country and uh, our great university. So, uh, you know, my my thoughts are about men like Brian, his family. Right, I just want to say he did a pretty good job at um, getting away from answering the question about the protests. <laughs> um, very smart on him, to be completely honest. He said, "My first focus is on health and well-being of students." At the time, it gets compromised. Great pause, whatever focus was trying to get so he did a good good job answering that question to avoid cancel culture so a town in california has just declared itself a constitutional republic in response to the covid rules so the commission in oroville uh, california voted six to one to declare itself an independent constitutional republic vowing not to allow federal and state policies um i want to look up real quick uh let's let's see uh what the population of that area is uh, it's probably, um, I had to guess, it's probably like a few hundred. Um, let's see, California. Actually, a population of about 20,000 people in this part of California. Um, yeah, dude, I, I, I completely support what they did, com- completely. Now, let's read. So, in all the western California town has declared itself a constant republic in a pushback of COVID-19 health restrictions imposed by Gavin Newsom. The city council voted in favor of the resolution, continuing the town's battle with the government. See, this is the thing. It is so much better. Why can't this be the standard? We do not need an overarching federal government or even that big of a state government when it comes to things like this. It should be down to as local as possible. It should be the people of the town should be deciding whether or not they go out wearing a mask, whether or not they're forced to be vaccinated or not. The power should go down to as, as local as possible when it comes to the government and the agreement to the people within the community. That's what it should be. And I think that this town should band together with other smaller California towns and all band together and say, no, we're not following these tyrannical rules from the federal government or from Governor, from, from Lord Emperor Newsom. Orville, which is 90 miles from San Francisco, has a population of about 20,000. Throughout the pandemic, the rural areas repeatedly clashed with California's leadership over restrictions and mandates. Last year, according to The Guardian... They refused to enforce a state requirement prohibiting indoor dining. Um, The the county uh, where I was located declined to recommend a mask mandate earlier this fall. The mayor said, I assure you folks uh, that great was put in every bit. Nobody's willy-nilly threw something to grandstand, he added. Uh, The University of California... Uh, Davis Law professor explained a municipality cannot unilaterally declare itself not subject to the laws of the state of California, whatever it means, the Constitutional Republic. You can't say hocus pocus and make it happen. Well, I, I mean, you kind of can. You, can, you kind of can. Who's, who's, who's going to stop it going send the military in? Officials in Overall said that the resolution is an effort to fight back against the state government and affirmative in the city's values. The vice mayor, uh, Scott, whatever, stated, I propose it after 18 months, increasingly intrusive executive mandates. What they should do is they should start hitting up some of the neighboring states. Um, maybe there's a, a a town or a city in a neighboring state that would want to support them and want to um, bring them in somehow. I'm trying to look at it on the map. I wonder if they're they're on the border or not they may not yeah you know they're kind of in the middle. Uh, I guess' their the closest big city would be actually Reno, Nevada. Um, I guess I don't I probably don't want to go to Oregon. Nevada may not be so willing. but what what should happen is when I'm hoping what would happen this would be amazing. this is my this this is why I we need Nevada to turn red, which we can because if we can turn Nevada red, Nevada uh, cities in California and it's usually those cities around the border of Nevada who would be more leaning towards red. those cities and those towns, not not cities really towns um, could possibly even join Nevada. And turning Nevada into a super red state, also weakening the power of California, that would be huge. And that's, that's something I, I think that we should highly consider, and I don't think many of us are really thinking about that. And the same thing should go for for even even places like my hometown in Staten Island, which is technically a part of New York City. And Staten Island, which votes mostly Republican, unlike any other district or borough in the city... Um, is the only one that's voting Republican. And, and it's just kind of no fair that it's stuck adherent to super leftist New York City as well as super leftist New York. Um, and there's been a lot of talks over the years of it seceding. And I personally think it would probably be a really good thing for something like Staten Island to eventually join New Jersey. Um, something like that might actually completely flip New Jersey red. Um, but that's something you to do that you would need to have uh, – a, a strong conservative Republican leader that could work a deal out to get Staten Island to join New Jersey instead of New York. I don't, I don't, I, trust me. I don't want to be a part of New Jersey in my hometown. Like we don't want to be called, cool. Dude, it's like rivals between those, those States in that area. We, we, we hate Jersey people, you know what I mean? It's like a fun thing, whatever. Uh, but we, we probably wouldn't be too happy being, <laughs> being called, uh, Jerseyers or whatever. Um, but it would be worth it. It would probably be better for taxes, uh, at least with the income tax. Um, and also, we wouldn't have to, have to deal with paying the city tax uh, for, for New York City. Um, it will also make New Jersey even more red, which will even help out even more. I mean, stuff, stuff like that, for example. Neighboring towns and cities that are a part of blue states, uh, if there is a red state nearby, should highly consider joining. That red state. So the New Jersey Democrat leader refuses to concede to the GOP. Truck driver says that thousands of ballots have been recently found. Uh, the New Jersey Democrat leader is Sweeney. He's been in the state senate since 2002. So this guy is a super establishment Democrat, and. He's somebody that, you know, the Democrat establishment elites need to keep in power. So let's read. Democrat New Jersey State uh, President Steve Sweeney says thousands of recently found ballots support his refusal to concede to the Republican challenger who ran a low-budget campaign. The results on Tuesday election continue to come in. For instance, there were 12,000 ballots recently found in one county, Sweeney said in an email to a Pennsylvania Inquirer on Thursday. While I'm currently trailing in the race, we want to make sure every vote is counted. Our voters deserve that, and we want to wait for the final results. Don't you guys just find it so funny? Isn't it it so odd? Isn't it so convenient for the Democrats where every single time they're losing a superposition of power, they just happen to find ballots, just ballots, just be, just fact. How do you, how do you just find ballots? How? <laughs> the, what, like, nobody sees this? No one really sees what's going on here? Like, this is beyond sketchy. And you know me, you know me. If you listen to my show, you know all the time where I'm like, we need to see proof, you know, I want to see more definitive answers than just seeing numbers update. I, I want to see, like, more stuff to look into. And this, this kind of just draws the line for me, where it's like, the, the election's been over for nearly a week now and, and you lost and you're an establishment Democrat, and then just all of a sudden you just happen to find ballots. Hmm. 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 And you know, that that draws the line for me. Let's 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 severely look into this. The so Sweeney's office did not immediately respond to Fox News request in the comments on the matter, specifically on identifying which South Jersey County recently found the ballots. Sweeney so has been in the state senate since South Jersey, the third district. Associated Press called the race for Republican truck driver and political newcomer Edward Dudd Thursday morning, with 100% of precincts reported at uh, 32.7 th- thousand votes to 30.4 thousand votes. Uh, by it's about a, over a, a 2.3 thousand vote difference. About uh by Sunday morning, Sweeney has not conceded. Democrat, state senator, whatever, is poised to secede uh, Sweeney as state president. Uh, Durr, a Raymore and Flanagan f- furniture truck driver, ran a campaign based on conservative blue-collar values. He ran a low-budget campaign shooting a campaign video on a smartphone and rally hitting the trail to meet with the voters. It didn't happen because of me. I'm a nobody. I'm a simple guy, Durr said last week on The Projected Winner. It was Republican. Uh, it was a... Reputation of the policies and enforced down our throats. People told that they can't go to school, can't go shopping. Uh, you cannot continue to tell people what to do. Okay, guys, get it. Um, he made headlines this week for only spent $153 on his campaign, which pushed back. Okay, guys, know about that. Um, New Jersey gubernator, okay, they're just explaining stuff that happened. Um, and that's pretty much about it. Let's read what one of the comments says. If Ms. is correct about 12,000 ballots discovered Thursday, then it's true and scary because the vote already counted only adds up to a little over 63,000. So 12,000 more ballots would mean that the voting officials somehow misplaced nearly 20% of the ballots cast. Imagine that. Imagine misplacing 20%. What I think, what my theory is, is that during a lot of these elections, they probably— i have just have boxes of their ballots for their side ready to go just in case um, an event like this that they can activate them. That's my opinion, because if they don't need to activate them, then why would you activate them? And, and like if if I was in charge of a massive voter fraud operation, what I would do is, OK, let's put a little bit of our fraud in there, just a little bit. So We don't get, you know, n- nothing that would raise any red flags. And if we're starting to lose, if, we're, if we do lose, then let's activate the ballots that we have in order to push us over the edge. Because why would we put our voter fraud votes into the election if we're not going to need to do it? And why would we do that to raise flags and raise all that risk? It, it, it's better, it's more, you know, it, it's better if you're an evil person to ship these ballots in um, at at closing time when you guys know which way it's going to go to help push you over the edge. It's possible that happened. I mean, we kind of did see that happen once before, but we can't talk about that or else we get taken off the internet. But I'm not saying, you know... Uh, dear dear youtube guidelines i'm not saying there was any voter fraud obviously we know there wasn't of course there wasn't youtube and facebook reviewers of course we know there wasn't fraud because you know all the powers that be said that there wasn't and, you know cnn said there wasn't so you know that's that's the fact in reality we, we all know that right guys right guys we we all know that is there's no such thing as voter fraud this was duh the most secure election in history these are all just a bunch of coincidences that we're talking about, and just a, b- a bunch of hypothetical, hypothetical exa- examples, right, guys? Yeah, right? See, look, all, all my followers agree there. It's all hypothetical. But anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, please drop a like, subscribe to the notifications on. If you're just Dave, you can listen to the Flip Slayer Show, the Joey Saldeen Show, and all the podcast apps. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Um, oh, show's complete funded and supported by you guys. Become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, Patreon subscriber, or even a local supporter. Also, if you guys drop a super chat, I will be reading the super chats at the end of the next full episodes videos so if i see any super chats coming i'll read them out and um talk about them at the end of tomorrow's episode so if you can do that that will be awesome um thank you guys so much for watching and listening peace out